And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and listeners like you. Now here's Ramona. Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio. I am honored to share today's guest. Um, his name is Pastor Darius Walden. He is from the Southwest Christian Center here on Stein Road in Bakersfield. And his wife, Faith, I was going just kind of trying to find some things about Pastor here because I'm excited when I can share different people's ministries here on this station. But I really loved a quote that he had here. And I'm going to read it to the audience before I introduce him. He says, I'm here to colonize heaven in Bakersfield in Kern County and beyond. That's our vision. To see his work again, again. Souls being saved, sanctified, baptized with the Holy Spirit, healed and delivered from bondages of sin. Hallelujah. If, if we could just have many churches and many pastors with that same quote, that same, you know, calling to do that. Can you imagine what our world would be like? Pastor, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you, Ramona, for having us on your program. Oh, I'm so excited just to be able to have this time. I I stopped in to see and meet uh, Pastor because I live in Bakersfield, so I can do that with this guest. And I just wanted to meet him in person and see his church. And so that was nice. They were doing a Bible study, and, and I was able to learn a little bit from him. Very um, intimate type of a setting. So I, I really enjoyed my time there. I have to come and visit on a Sunday. Absolutely. We'd love to have you. Yeah. And so um, why don't you go ahead and share with our audience, because maybe there's some people, you know, there's going to be people here in Bakersfield hearing you, but also people in other states. Um, we have a really large audience uh, on the East Coast. And I just want people to know how you maybe, uh, maybe start how you got saved or where your calling started and then how you started here in Bakersfield. Sure. Uh, I uh, was raised in a believing family and and my generation before that. So my grandparents and both my, my parents on both sides were believers. And growing up in the home, my first Sunday school teacher was my mom who would sit us on the couch and my older brother and I, we, we would learn memory verses from flannel graphs. And when I use the word flannel graph, it's a very dated phrase. <laughs> I remember <laughs> those. Back I remember. The, <laughs> the couch was fuzzy. Yeah. And so he could put the signs up there. And I can still see in my mind's eye the flannel graph picture that my mother was teaching us scripture. I was probably four or five years old. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Oh. Now, my mom didn't know. And I didn't know, but the Holy Spirit knew how significant that that memory verse was. So at the tender age of six, on a Friday night in August of uh, 1968, I gave my life to Christ when the altar call was given. I knew that I needed a Savior. And, uh, and, and in those infancy years of my childhood, I knew then 
not as I wanted to be a policeman. I wanted to be a fireman. I wanted to be an astronaut. I wanted to do all things. And I also wanted to be a preacher. So God was shaping me and forming me uh, in those years that that verse of scripture that my mom taught me on the couch there in the Detroit area. I grew up in the Detroit area. And um, at that, that became my theme verse of ministry. Wow. And so that that's how I came to know the Lord. Amazing. And I'm sure, you know, like all of us, I'm 62. So, I mean, we I grew up with those flannel things, too. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not in a Christian home and not with the Bible stories part. But I understand what that meant. And, you know, a lot of us, um, just so that the listener knows, I mean, there's many of us that have been saved for years or maybe you grew up in a Christian home. But it doesn't mean that um, we're not going to have trials and tribulations because the Bible talks about us having these difficult times, but that we will always be overcomers because Christ helped us to overcome. And so your journey, I'm sure, has had a lot of bumps in the road. Absolutely. Many bumps, especially uh, in the years of, of my adulthood as a uh, marrying my wonderful wife of almost 38 years this uh, August. And uh, we met in Bible college and my wife's upbringing was the the contrawise of mine, it was brought up in a broken home where she many, many nights was on her own running the streets of, of the community that she lived in. But had it not been for all of those horrible things that had happened in her life, we likely would have never met. Because wow. it was through her ending up living in an orphanage that uh, she was sent to Bible college. And that was in North Carolina. Here I was in Michigan, and God put us in one another's pathway. And our and our first night together, having a date, on her way to the dorm room that night, the Lord said to her, "This is the man you will marry." Wow, wow, that's so awesome! And so, and you have children. We have three adult children, and they're all married, and they're all serving the Lord. Praise God. We are so grateful for those things. And in the middle of that, many times when people see ministers and their family, they make a conclusion by seeing that, you know, uh, we have clean clothes on and a smile on our face, and so we've never seen the harsh realities of life, but uh, we've been through many trials and tribulations harsh thing now i want to tell you i i i I can't complain about my growing up all the things you don't have you did you 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 can't miss what you didn't know that was even available to you absolutely Uh, but um i never had to worry where my dad was at i always knew he'd be home at night i never had to worry you know any of those things i those were the blessings of growing up and uh, i'm a veteran i was in the war my wife uh, and children were away i mean i was away and they were at home and they were concerned but god brought me home god brought me home safe and i never want to take that for granted and uh, we we've uh, our, our daughter has experienced different traumas and i lost my older brother tragically about 10 years ago and these are the things that really challenge and test our faith um, I have a younger brother that lives in Las Vegas who was not living right, almost got, almost died in a car accident. Yeah. And our prayer was, 
and we wanted God to heal him. That's that, but we wanted God to save him. Absolutely. (laughs) And that was our prayer. And every day was a miracle. And like I said, he's, he's living for the Lord. Uh, now he and his family serving God. And so it's, it's really not in the absence of pain. It's in the middle of it where God shows himself powerful. Right. And if everything was perfect, then, then we wouldn't call out to God. You know, I always look at all the different things. It's my testimony is, you know, one day we'll share it. But, you know, I've been through a lot before the Lord. Um, I woke up to what the Lord was calling me all along. And I just kind of was ignoring the call. And, um, you know, I think about those things now. And if those things hadn't happened, I wouldn't realize how much he saved me from because I should have been dead many, many times. I, I should not be alive today. I should not have a college degree. I should not, you know, be able to own a home. I should not have a lot of things, but it was all because of the Lord and him yeah. restoring things once I came to him. And so I always look at the things that happened in my life as those were teaching moments for me um, to help me, but also so that I could if I'm going to meet somebody else that has gone through the same thing uh-huh. and I can turn around and, you know, our testimonies help to, te- to help somebody else. Right. That's why we're supposed to share our testimonies. Well, and that's somebody said this, that was a better wordsmith than me that you can't have a testimony without a test. And so oh, that's good. <laughs> it, it's, it's really, in, it, you know, uh, through, through, these challenges and every everything in life can cause us to get better to get better and you know i i i know that in a radio audience um there are so many people that listen to the radio but they don't attend church and one of the reasons why is because they were hurt in church and yes. that that really you know uh, gets to my heart because of course uh we love being a part of the church and and i i'm even cautious about loving the church because you know uh it, it is our job to care for the church it's jesus job to love the church yes. and you know the, the church is his bride and um we we have to be cautious because when we when we overlove the church then we might get jealous about it and even uh, see it as ours, but we're not the owners. It's not my church. It's Jesus. He bought it with his his own precious blood. And so, uh, when I hear about people hurt in church and they stay home and they listen to the radio and television and the internet becomes a substitute for community, I I just I understand they're hurt. Um, one of the things I say to my congregation is everyone that's been hurt in church, make a line behind the pastor. So it, it, yeah. it is, it, it happens right. to us. Right. And you I, know, I've, I've David been there. David said I was wounded in the house of my friend. Yeah. So. I've been, I've been there too. And, and it, it, it does hurt, you know, but, but I, I picked myself back up and I reached out to, you know, people that I could trust to talk to and, you know, prayed about it. Cause I know it's not good to forsake the fellowship of the saints. You know, it's, it's something that the Lord we all thrive off of each other and we all need each other and and mm-hmm. and we all have important gifts to bring into with the body you know it's like if we all came in with the attitude of worship everybody came in together with the attitude of worship the sound that would proceed would be it would shake heaven 
Yes. It would shake heaven. And I just love that idea. So, you know, whenever I can visit a church and, and, and come into it and the worship is just something that like I'm going expecting, I'm going anticipating, I'm going to bring what the Lord gave to me so that I could add it to that body. But yeah, I definitely have a heart for those also, Pastor, that right now, and, and maybe you're home and you, you know, aren't feeling well, that's, that's a whole different thing because sometimes we're laid up and we can't get to church. But, you know, I'm grateful that you are listening to us because this is yeah. a godly message for you. And and so I want to get to you being in Bakersfield, Pastor, because I love what I read and how I introduced you in, in you and Faith as your wife's vision and, and you know, saving souls, how important that is. Um, the, the baptize, uh, the Holy Spirit, I mean, that is just amazing in itself just to know that that's what you're striving for because we so need that in today's world right it's just we need that baptism we all obtain the holy spirit when we're saved but we need the baptism of the holy spirit for the power and the and and everything just like the acts chapter two and how they when once they received it they were able to go out and do god's work yeah. So talk to us a little bit about how you're hoping to do this at South, um, let's see, Southwestern uh, Christian Center, right? Southwest, Southwest Christian, Center. Christian Center. Yeah, we're a church. We're church. We're a Church of God congregation, and so we know one of the things that. Let me just tell you quickly is. Uh, uh, our, our, I was appointed here because we have a bishop, and he. I turned it down three times, and I just. You know, I just didn't see myself living in California. Uh, all my children are back east. All my everybody I know is back east. That you know, a part of my life. But God wouldn't leave us alone, and and neither would uh, the bishop. And so uh, we we said yes. The church said yes, and we came. And six weeks after we got here, COVID happened. Oh, <laughs> oh my! And so uh, you know, I could talk a lot about. Bakersfield, and I realized that it is a very, uh, it's a very churchy city in the fact that there are hundreds of churches here, um, and but I'm of the of the conviction that God sent us here for a work, and that is, it's only spoken this way, it's from the book of Philippians, where we're to colonize, that heaven is to be colonized on the earth, mm. and uh, it's only spoken that way, but I heard a guy, a, a Christian singer sing it that way years ago we had a song called a colony of heaven wow. and this, this is not some sort of of uh, you know taking over the world uh forcing people to be converted to christ any of those things it, it it is us that wherever we are at because the church isn't a gathering place it's a it, it's a gathering people and and so if we're in the park if we're in if we're online if we're on the radio this is the place where we gather so that so that it would seem to be understood by everybody that that's the purpose of the church but you have to say it straight out what is yes. the purpose of the church yes it's for souls to be saved for lives to be changed for people to be a set apart colony people and for them to be experiencing and and i i don't want to i don't want to uh, wrong sell uh, who we are in our particular corner of the world, you know, and I, I expect that the Holy Spirit 
would show up whenever we gather. Mm. I would expect that yes. the Holy Spirit would show himself in whatever way that he would prefer, not by our psychological manipulation or any of those kinds of things, but just the the wonderful uh, tangible presence, the intangible, tangible presence of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And that's beautiful. And so now you've probably, what, got a, a year that you're open? Well, you know, again, we, we, by the governor's mandate, we followed the rules and then we uh, uh, gathered strictly online and then we opened up the doors uh, physically. And I, I often joke to my people and do all other Christian churches that the governor said 25% capacity only. And I said, well, well, most churches are half empty anyway, so we're, 25% would be pretty good, you know. And, and uh, uh, so we uh, are open in the sense of having the, the building open, uh, but we are we're not staying there. We're going. We're a going church. and uh, we, we do meet uh, wherever people are at, in the parks, in their homes. Uh, small groups and worship gatherings wherever the opportunity would open itself up and uh, and and so I am of the I am of the uh, of the stripe that wherever there's an opportunity uh, we should we should be there we should be the presence and we're kingdom minded too because we we share our building with two other congregations Praise and, God. you know and um, we just it's the kingdom of God. Yeah, and that's important. I like that. When you told me that when I went to visit you, I thought that was that was awesome. I know one other church that does that. Or actually, a couple churches now that I've met. You know, since I moved here in Bakersfield last year, I moved from the Northern Bay area. Um, I, I've been to many churches, but this is kind of what the Lord has me doing right now is finding pastors that are willing to take a few minutes to talk to me and then sharing what they do here in our community. Um, and then it's it's awesome because other people across the the country can hear it also because we hear a lo large audience, like I said earlier, across the you know the East Coast and things. And so it's important, um, you know, when we were at church and we had the Bible study and you're going through the story and you know what is a message right now? We have a couple minutes to talk about what is the message right now that you feel that we need the church well the the message that god has laid upon my heart it turned 60 uh, last month and and, a, and the psalm that has stayed with me for the last several months and i've been sharing this with our staff and with our leadership is teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom psalm 90 verse 12 you know, we we want to say, well, we'll do that later on. And yes. I believe that COVID gave us a wonderful gift. And that was for us to, as Paul said, redeem the time because the days are evil. Or in another translation, to make the most of every opportunity. Yes. And, and, and so that that should be the impetus by which we, we do everything. That we would... Uh, not find ourselves in a hurry, however, find ourselves harnessing the time, you know, that, that we have, whatever time that is, you know, you just mentioned the word time. We only have a few minutes left. Now, wh what would it be like if we said that to one another, <laughs> you know, what am I going to do? I've only got X, Y, Z amount of, you know, none of us know that. None of but, us know. But, 
right? And and that's so important because that's what's so important about the message of salvation, you know. Um, and, and sometimes I know it's frustrating. I know people that can hear my voice as you want so much for your family to follow what you know now and, and you want them to meet Jesus and you want them to change their lives. But, you know, we have to stand on the word and our promises of, of our faithfulness that, that that will come to pass and that that they will come to know the Lord. But I know it's difficult because you're watching them and you don't want them to live that life anymore. Um, but, you know, Jesus is the only one that can go after their heart. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, the, the one day of the week that doesn't exist on the calendar is one of these days. And uh, and and so it, it is incumbent upon us, not in some sort of uh, used car salesman pitch, but rather to say, you know, for instance, last week we were in the park praying with people. And I said, can I we, we commonly say, can I pray for you right now? Yes. Not, I'll be praying for you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Can I pray for you right now? And so, you know, it, it, that that psalm kind of hems us in to say, we want to see your work again. We want our children to experience these things. We want God's approval on what we what 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 we are thinking and praying and planning, and then for our efforts to be successful. You know, and and those things should motivate us as believers. Uh, at whatever station that we are in life to to say again in, uh, the, in scripture now today is the accepted time it's the day of salvation mm. and I just want to really hone in on that for the rest of my ministry uh, here in Bakersfield is to make the most of every opportunity and that's so important because today is the day of salvation if you don't know Christ um, maybe you just happen to pop on this station and you're like, oh, what are these two people talking about? You know, um, we're, it, it's the, just the loving message, message of salvation of Christ, the good news, um, the accepting that you're a sinner and that you cannot do this life without him. And, and maybe you've never tried Jesus. So, I mean, you could say, you know, I haven't tried him. So I, why not try him now? Because he will change your life absolutely change your life for the better and restore he loves to restore things that have been taken away and broken he loves to do that and so when you repent you you admit that you've made mistakes and you're a sinner because we all are born in sin we're all sinners i sin every day still and mm -hmm. and then you 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 acknowledge that he died on the cross for you because he did specifically for you and that he rose again and that he's alive today so that he could care for us and love us from all around us. We can feel his spirit. And, and if you can acknowledge that, you, you can enter into the kingdom of God because there is an eternal, an eternal resting place. You get to choose which place you want to rest in. Right, Pastor? Yes, that's right. He gives us that Absolutely. choice. Um that's awesome that you do things in the community. I think that's very important. You know, sometimes I get myself caught up and I have to catch myself. So I love it that you brought it to my attention too. Let me pray for you right now because sometimes we'll say, oh, I'll be praying for you. And then we forget. You don't write it down. You know, you, you forget and you really didn't pray for them. 
You really did. And you got caught up in other things. So I like the idea that you say, I'm going to pray for you right now. If that's okay. You know, mm -hmm. because we do have to ask permission. You're right. But you know, yeah. God's in the miracle working business. He loves to heal today. Yes. He loves to show his signs and wonders so that people can be like, wow, there really is a living God. Yes. And that's what's beautiful yeah. about him too. Awesome. Yeah. So let's see, what is the address of your church? Yes, our, our physical address, we are located at 3700 Stein Road in Bakersfield. That's the 93309 area code. And then we're just north of White Lane, just before you get to Beachwood. Beachwood and Stein is where we're located on that corner. And then how can people get a hold of you? Social media? Absolutely. Our website is www.meetatthecross.com. We have a big uh, iron cross in our front yard of our campus, and so we want everybody to be drawn to the cross. Meetatthecross.com, um, and then uh, you can read about what I have to say if you want to connect with me personally on my YouTube channel, and it's Darius Walden, D-A-R-I-U-S, W-A-L-D-E-N. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I loved your blog post and the things that you write. So, Pastor, I have really, I'm really grateful that you took the time to talk to me this afternoon and that, you know, we get to share who you are. And I'd love to have you on again, you know, if the Lord ever puts a message on you or you have an event or something that you want to focus on in our community. I would love to have you on the air for as a guest. I would love to be that. I thank you so much for the invitation today. It's been a pleasure being with you. Oh, Anytime. my pleasure. You know, we're getting close to the end. So if you have a last something that you'd like to share with our audience, and then I'd love it if you'd close us out in prayer. Absolutely. You know, we never know who is listening today. And just as Ramona has said just a moment ago, if you just happen to swing by, the blessing and that privilege that we would have is to pray for you. Yes. And uh, Samuel said that God forbid that I would stop praying for you. So whoever's listening today, maybe you're even somebody that's was a part of our congregation, but you got it aggravated at the pastor and you left. We love you. We, we want to pray and minister to you and whatever your needs are, nothing more than a, a prayer away. And so with that, Father, we just come to you today you, with these precious ones. And God, your kingdom is so big, so vast, and so wide, Lord, yes, that we can't even imagine it. We see in our world what's before us. We see, God, the challenges that we have to face. We see, God, our world changing. God, yes, we God. have questions that, that require answers, and sometimes we don't have those. But, Lord, we have you. And I pray, God, for everyone that's listening today that they would turn to you. Lord, those that don't know you in their walk with you, that they would turn to you. Those that, God, that have wandered away, that they would turn back to you. And for that one that's walking with you, God, that they would just, Lord, come in to your presence, Lord. Because you said, call upon me and yes. I will answer you and I will show you what you don't know. Yes. So, God, we confess to you that we don't know. Yes, so Father. our eyes are on you today, Lord. Show your glory. Lord, I pray for healing, yes. for health, deliverance, and the welcome presence of the Holy Spirit yes. in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much, Pastor.
Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener-supported. Blossoms of My Life Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her books, you can write to Ramona. Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. That's P.O. Box 22731. Bakersfield, California, 93390. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's I am dauntless.org. Her email is Ramona at blossomsofmylife.org. That's Ramona at blossomsofmylife.org. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life.